0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the program. Uh, As many of you may know, Donald Trump has coronavirus. That's not what's important, okay? We also had some debates this week. Also not what's important. need to get into what's important, and that is the governor of the great state of Michigan, Governor Gretchen Whitmer, announced last week, shortly after I got done recording this podcast, okay, last week's episode, she announced that comedy clubs can open On October 9th. Now, if you follow me on Twitter, you know that I have been bitching and moaning for this lady to open these fucking comedy clubs. I've been doing that for two months now on Twitter. I'm like, open the fucking comedy clubs. And now she finally announces October 9th they can open. And that's fucking great. Except I was supposed to be scheduled at Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle October 1st through 3rd. This fucking, right fucking now. I would literally, I would be at Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle right now getting ready for these shows if that bitch lady... Would have fucking opened them up earlier. But she didn't. And I think she knew. I think she fucking knew. She's like, I don't want Marcus getting on stage. Well, joke's on you, lady, because I'm going to be at One Night Stands Comedy Club in Waterford, actually, uh, on October 9th and 10th, opening for the great Derek Richards. So, still getting my weekend, but not the one and the way and the weekend that I wanted, all right? And I'm blaming that fucking lady, Governor Whitmer. Big Gretch, I, I, people call her Big Gretch, I call her Big Cunt Gretch. That's my nickname for her, Big Cunt Gretch. She's got that Blue Cross Blue Shield pussy, dude. Fuck a blue waffle. This bitch has Blue Cross Blue Shield waffle, okay? Fuck Governor Whitmer. I'm saying it. I'm pissed at her, okay? And I know, I'm just one voter. What do I know, okay? I know that I'm not going to vote for her in two fucking years. I was this fucking close to saying I was going to vote for Trump just to spite this fucking lady. I don't know if I'm going to do it. Okay, I'll probably vote for Joe Jorgensen. Be honest with you. I voted for Gary Johnson four years ago. Why the fuck not vote for a lady this time around? Just to piss people off. But I'm, I'm just fucking letting you know I'm pissed at this lady. She fucking hoed me. This is the third weekend that I've had canceled in Michigan during the pandemic because this fucking lady. I get it. The first one was in March. Whatever. The second one was in August. And now October? Are you fucking kidding me? That's where we're at, though. That's where we're at. And I'll be honest, I was looking at uh, I was looking at, I was, I was pissed. So I was like, how do I get pissed politically? How do I get politically involved with this shit, okay? I don't wanna just be here ranting in a basement. I'm in a basement right now. My mom's fucking basement. I should be at a comedy club, but I'm in my mom's fucking basement because that bitch, cunt Whitmer, big, big cunt Gritmer, Gritmer, there we go. <sighs> Gretchen Whitmer, fuck you. Okay, I don't wish you any ill will. I don't want you to get COVID. I just want you to know that I'm not voting for you in two years. Okay, I'm just not going to vote for you. Okay, I will not do it. I will vote for whoever has the better chance against you. I don't care if they run. I don't give a fuck who they run. Okay, I'm voting for the other person. Fuck you, Whitmer. That's what I'm saying with this. If you don't like it, suck it. Turn off the podcast. I don't give a shit. This fucking lady, man, she's screwing me. So, okay, so I was like, how do I get politically involved? Obviously, she's not on the ballot in 2020. She got elected in 2018, governor served four years. So she's not on the ballot, but I'm fucking, I'm getting involved, okay? I, I just wanted to make sure I know who I'm voting for. So I actually looked up my ballot. Uh, you can look up where I live. You can look up and actually see the ballot of shit that you're going to vote for on November 3rd, okay? And I was looking at it. I was like, all right, who are these people running? I would like to know. I don't want to just go in there and be like, I don't know any of these fucking names. That's normally how I vote. I go in there. I'm like, I know three names. I pick those three names and the rest of them, I don't know. Not this time. Not this fucking time. I'm fucking prepared. I looked at the ballot. I started Googling people. I was going on their website. I was I was reading articles and shit. And I was really interested in looking at the uh, the House of Representatives I think I'm in the 13th district. Sorry, sorry, 11th district, 11th district. I'm in the 11th district in Michigan. And I wanted to see, okay, because so Rashida Tlaib is not in, she's not my representative. She's a representative uh, for, I think, the 4th district. I would need to check that. Rashida Tlaib, do, 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 Rashida Tlaib. She is the representative for the uh, 13th. That's what I meant. Sorry. So she's in the 13th district. I'm in the 11th district. So in the 11th district right now, uh, the representative is Haley Stevens. She's a Democrat. She was elected for the first time in 2018. And I was, here's the real reason I was looking a lot of this shit up. It wasn't just because I was pissed at Governor Whitmer. I was also watching Hulu and I saw a ton of ads for uh, Haley Stevens and uh, her opponent on the Republican side, Eric Ashaki. Now, I didn't see any ads for either candidate. It was kind of weird. All the ads were attacking one of the other. So, like, there was an ad that would come on, did you know that Haley Stevens voted with the squad, including Rashida Tlaib, 93% of the time? I'm like, okay, well, this is clearly meant to, like, go after your alt-right, non-fucking-squad Trump style voters I could tell that that's what the ad was sort of targeted to because it's like do you like the squad do you hate the squad well you should hate Haley Stevens it's kind of how they made the ad look and then there were the ones uh Erica Shockey the anti Erica Shockey ads which were basically like this guy wants to take health care away from fucking old people and I was like oh shit dude according to this I shouldn't vote for either of these fucking people but I'm not that stupid I don't fall for marketing and commercials all right unless it's McDonald's, I'll fall for that. I watched Super Size B and then go get McDonald's. That's how fucking stupid I am. Long story short. So I was like, all right, I want to look up these candidates. So I started looking them up. I look up a little bit about Haley Stevens. I look up a little bit about Erica Shockey. And I'll be honest, as soon as I started reading about Erica Shockey, I'm like, I'm voting for this fucking guy. Okay, and not just because of his story. Yes, he's a former nurse. Okay, he was in nursing. That was the other thing. I was like, is a guy who went into nursing at the age of 20, you know, maybe even before I think 18 maybe he went into nursing. Is that guy trying to take health care away from fucking elderly people? I can't see that being the case. I just can't. So I looked I tried to look him up a little bit more. I was like, all right, well let's let's learn a little bit more about Erica Shocky. and here's what maybe sold it. I was reading an article about uh, here here, let me try to find it here. It's through, they they had it uh, they had a link to it on his website. I was I was going through his website. I like going through the candidate's actual website because I want to see, how do you present yourself? That's what I want to know. You know, you go on Eric Ashaki's website. It's a picture of him and his wife and his two kids. and It says, a true conservative choice. I'm like, okay, but let's look up some of the shit about you, okay? You hit on news. I already went through the about and the issue. So we'll go through the about. I'll give you guys that real quick. Uh, oh, he, here we go. He is a Chaldean Christian, so politician of color, technically, right? If we're doing that, his dad's from Lebanon, I think. Iran, Lebanon, I don't know. I think a Lebanon. I think a Lebanon. Uh, da 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 he attended Wayne State University, worked on nursing worked as a nursing assistant as a local at a local hospital. Then he dropped out of college. Then he went to vocational school in Toledo, got a certificate degree in practical nursing. Okay, at 20, he started dating his wife. Okay, there's that. Uh he obtained a practical nursing license. He started working at a nursing home and quickly became the manager. Yada yada. Long story short. He's a fucking, now he's a lawyer, actually. That's the other thing. So if you keep reading into this, he got, his, uh, he got a, a degree from Oakland University and then he uh, got a law degree from the University of Michigan. Law school, pretty good law school. So now he's a lawyer. And I was like, okay, this is all cool. You know, I looked at the issues, classic conservative shit, don't kill babies, definitely have guns, low taxes, all that shit, private insurance. But then I went to news And this is what sold me on Erica Shockey. The news article is titled, I sued Governor Whitmer and won. Now it says, and the Constitution won. But here's the thing. He sued Governor Whitmer in federal court, okay? And he beat her. He beat her. He says the Constitution won. He's trying to sell himself as a constitutionalist, right? He's like, I won and so did the Constitution. But here's the thing. So, I, want, I just want to read a little bit of this article because it's pretty interesting. He fucking sued big cunt Gretch and he won in federal court in front of three judges appointed by three different presidents, okay? This fucking guy sued the lady that I hate. Why would I not vote for this guy, right? I'm sure, and I'm sure someone's watching this who's like, you should vote for Haley Stevens because she's better or whatever the fuck. Whatever. I'm endorsing Erica Shocky, and here's why, okay? It says... This legal victory has important practical implications for our democracy. This case wasn't about ending the shutdown or safely reopening the economy, but it established two important precedents. First, Governor Governor Whitmer's power is limited by our Constitution even in times of emergency. This is a very American principle, one that sets our nation apart from most others around the world. He wrote this article, obviously. Second, the Sixth Circuit Court of, of Appeals established a new and binding precedent which prevents federal courts from rewriting our election laws so here's here's kind of a big thing um and i'm going to try to summarize it but i do want to read some of what he wrote here too because basically here's what happened right if you want to get on the ballot to run for office in in an area normally you have to get signatures right you have to collect these signatures and you get enough signatures you can be on the ballot and then people can vote for you and then maybe you can (coughs) excuse me covid then you can fucking run in november right and you have to get these signatures in person right Obviously, with COVID, it was a lot harder to get. You couldn't get signatures. You couldn't go out and get signatures, right? And initially, according to what I've read here, and I'm going to go through and actually read some of this, Governor Whitmer did not want to make any changes to the uh, signature gathering process, basically meaning she could have been like, yeah, you can't be on the ballot because you couldn't get signatures because of COVID, which I said you can't get signatures because of COVID. So kind of some bullshit there. But here, let's read some of this. It says, under Michigan law, candidates who wish to have their name printed on the August primary ballot, so if you want to even be in the primary, even be considered to be the candidate for a specific party, you have to. You are required to gather signatures. This year, the deadline to file those signatures was April 21st, one day after 420. Hey-o. Uh, signature gathering is a routine aspect of running for office. It is time-consuming and requires close contact with voters. Under normal circumstances, it is perhaps one of the easier steps in running for office. We are not, however, living under normal circumstances, so... He continues on, Mr. Eric Ashaki writes, Governor Whitmer's March 23rd stay-at-home order made the signature gathering process practically impossible. Candidates were prohibited from leaving their homes to collect signatures and those who did face potential criminal prosecution. Whitmer's order effectively changed existing law and would have prevented several candidates from running per- for political office. My team asked the state to modify these l- rules. Governor Whitmer refused, even though she had already modified other election rules that she believed would benefit her party. Obviously, in the words of a Republican, but still, nevertheless, she didn't want to change the signature law. Whitmer's order, uh, okay, sorry, lost my place. Here we go. Whitmer's refusal to modify these rules was politics at their worst. It was Whitmer's attempt to protect her friends and keep several qualified conservative candidates off the ballot. It was her attempt to steal the election by rigging who could run for office. Dude, and this guy sued her. And won. What a fucking G, dude. This fucking guy's like, fuck this lady. I'm a lawyer. I used to be a nurse. Fuck you. I'm I'm fucking suing you. He sued the governor and won twice. I think I think he only won once, but I think he was saying it set a couple different precedents. One of them being that she can't do. She doesn't have unlimited power. During a time of emergency. So even because she just extended the state of emergency through, I think, October 23rd and she or maybe the 27th, she's probably going to extend it past the election. Who gives a fuck, honestly, because this law or sorry, this court case basically said she can call in a state of emergency doesn't mean she can do whatever she wants. All right. The court said that. And I just I just found it interesting. I was reading this guy, I'm like this fucking guy, dude, he was a nurse, now he's a lawyer. He fucking went th- He's this guy's gone through way too much school to still be a conservative. All right? That's the thing, man. People always say, if you go to college, you're going to come out a liberal. I went to college and came out a conservative conspiracy theorist. Now, I was already conservative before. I was in the Young Republicans Club in high school. That's how cool I was in high school. Then I got to college, had great internet access and no parental supervision, and just started looking at 9-11 conspiracies. That's what I did. I'm not saying it makes me smarter than you. It just means I know a little bit more about 9-11 than you, okay? And I didn't turn into a liberal fuck. Not that every liberal's a fuck, but I didn't turn into one of these woke, college kids and I worked in an office when I was in college at the University of Michigan I worked in an office that was part of the student life thing it didn't even need to exist it basically oversaw student organizations and made sure that they followed rules that honestly had no real impact on anything other than you can't use the Michigan block M logo because it's copyrighted that's really the only thing that this office that I worked for enforced that had any meaning everything else was bullshit that they enforce, like you had to have at least a certain amount of members to be a group on our website and this and that and that whatever long story short this office was part of a larger thing within the student life department that pushed all these narratives about language you have to watch what you say words hurt what do words mean don't use words like ghetto and I was like what the fuck what if- how am I supposed to quote the great Elvis Presley how am I supposed to fucking quote Tupac if I can't use the word ghetto All right. It should have, they should have had one big sign that said, don't use the N word unless you're black. And that would have been it. That's all they needed to say about language policing at the University of Michigan. But no, they had to say, you can't use all these other words either. I was like, whatever. I worked at that office and I still graduated without being brainwashed into being a fucking woke left fucking Marxist. Okay. That's me personally. And I took all the drugs to college, all the fucking MK Ultra acid and shit. I mean, I didn't do that much acid, but I, I fucked around a lot. Okay, and I didn't turn into a woke left Marxist. You don't have to if you went to college. This guy, Eric Koshaki, who I'm endorsing on the podcast, this guy literally went to college for like 85 years and it's still running as a Republican. So I'm just saying, okay, these people who demonize college, you don't have to demonize college. Yes, it is a little bit biased, but if you're a free thinking person, you can get through it without being totally liberal. I'm just saying, my my whole point with this is I'm voting for Erika Shockey and I'm endorsing the motherfucker, all right? Because he sued big cunt Gretch and I love him for it. I fucking love him for it. Maybe that had something to do with why comedy clubs were able to open back up. I'll put up a picture of this guy. Good looking guy. Looks white, but isn't because of Lebanon, right? Uh, (laughs) Okay, let's get back on track. So Donald Trump has COVID. This is the big news. Donald Trump has COVID. Melania also has COVID. And, you know, he said he's going to start the quarantining process and he's still going to be working. if, If everyone in the country can work from home, the president can work from home, too. All right. I think that's just what I think. What do I know? I don't know. But I think he can work from home. Now, what I'm wondering is he just had a debate on Monday with fucking or on Tuesday. Sorry, on Tuesday, he had a debate with Biden. Okay. And they were pretty close to each other with no masks. So if Trump now is testing positive for COVID, was he already exposed back then? And did he maybe expose Joe Biden? Okay, because this is, I think, the long con. They want it to be Pence versus Kamala Harris. And this is really what I think it's going to come down to. I think I think Trump's going to get sick. I think Biden's going to get sick. All right, they're both going to die before the election. And then it's going to be old white conservative Pence versus uh. Not really young, but kind of middle-aged, trying-too-hard black lady, Kamala Harris, on the other side. I think that's what they want. Because here's the thing. I think Mike Pence, I don't think he's the MAGA person that everyone thinks he is. He is an old-school conservative who's in the Republican Party. And Kamala Harris is the old-school Democrat who's in the party, too. Yeah, she votes with Bernie a lot, too, just to get the points with the kids. But we know what a record as a prosecutor is. Long story short, it's going to be basically down to Bush versus Gore. It's going to be the 2000 election all over again because both candidates are going to die. It's going to go to the VP candidates. It's going to be Pence versus Harris. And these two fucking people are the same person, just like Bush and Gore, same fucking person. All right? These are establishment fucking people from the Democrats and the Republican side, and they're going to be running against each other. That's what it's going to be, and we're all going to lose, all right? And it's just because Trump got fucking COVID. If Trump would have worn a mask, wouldn't have had this happen. But he didn't want to wear a mask, and now everyone has COVID. Everyone's going to fucking die. It's going to be Pence versus Harris, okay? And honestly, in that scenario, I think I'm probably still voting for Joe Jorgensen. Just saying. I'm not endorsing Jorgensen because she tweets some retarded shit. I'll be honest with you. Some of the shit she tweets out, I'm like, are you a libertarian? Tweeting out, like, pro-Black Lives Matter shit? I'm like, you know they're Marxist, right? And he's like, I... I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay, because here's the thing: she's trying to appeal to a large base. She she wants the woke people who are disaffected by the Democrats to come and vote for her. She's like, look, I'm a woman. I'm down with being woke, sorta. I don't know. She's a woke libertarian. It's weird to me, but I'd still vote for her over Trump or fucking Joe Biden. Here's the weird thing to me: when I was looking at when I was looking at the ballot for uh, the the uh, the eleventh district here in Michigan. When I was looking up Haley Stevens, Erica Shaki, all of this, who I'm going to vote for, I did not see Kanye's name on the presidential ballot. And I was like, so is, so Kanye is not running. That's like the great mystery for me of 2020. Is Kanye actually running for president? Can anybody answer that? Is he actually? Because I can't ask Kanye. Because according to Kanye, he's going to drop an album at a certain time. That didn't happen either. All right? Kanye is a black dude who lives in Wyoming. That's insane. I used to live in Wyoming. There were like three black people in Wyoming when I was there. Literally, and I didn't seem like a very black-friendly place. I'll be honest. I work on a construction crew and in Wyoming, all white guys, and I heard the N-word way too many times. I was like, y'all are crazy, all right? And I did say y'all out there. I said y'all down in Texas a lot, too, because I like saying y'all. It's a fun word. Woo! It's a little quicker than some of the other words, you know? Y'all. <sighs> but it's Kanye on the ballot. That's what I would like to to know. Is Kanye on the ballot? Oh, yeah, let's Google it. Is Kanye on the ballot? I spelled it all wrong. Is space Kanye. Is is he? (laughs) So if you type in is Kanye, it says, is Kanye West running for president? Is Kanye West still running for president? Wow, I'm fucking losing it. Is Kanye West really running for president? Those are the three... Things that pop up if you type in is Kanye. Yeah, and I I, I I don't see that he is. Kanye West is running for president. What the hell happened? I just want genuine news. Like I said, he wasn't on the ballot that I was looking at. But uh, here's an article from October 1st. Let's look up Kanye in the article. See if I can find anything. There's five matches. Okay, let's see what it says about Kanye. Come on. Kanye. Just I'm just trying to look up Kanye, dude. This, you know what? Here's the thing. I think they make iPads fall apart at some point. Because they just don't want it to work anymore. Uh, so... Here we go. Dada will appear 2020. Okay, on 15 states and will write in campaign of three others. He was on the ballot. Okay. That's not what I'm looking for. Kanye West. <laughs> Kanye West is running as an independent member of his own party, which he has named the birthday party. <laughs> ah! In 2020 US election, his running mate is Wyoming preacher Michelle Tidball. That's so fucking funny, dude. Uh he will be on the ballot. In Arkansas, Colorado, Oklahoma, Utah, and Vermont, he is he has pending applications in Iowa, Missouri, Minnesota, and Tennessee, uh, but missed the filing deadline in 25 other states, including key battleground states like Florida, Michigan, and Wisconsin. So he's not going to be on the Michigan ballot is basically what this is telling me, which is interesting. I would've I would have picked him. If he were on the I swear to god it, if he were on the ballot, I would have picked him. Just for the bit. Just because I thought it would be funny to be like, I voted for Kanye. Now I can still write him in. But I don't know. I like filling in the bubble. There is something nostalgic about filling out a Scantron that makes you feel like, ah, I'm about to get a bad grade on this test. And I love that when I vote. I love going into the voting booth and being like, ah. Didn't study enough for this one, but this year's gonna be different. Like I said, I've been studying up. I'm figuring out who the fuck's on the ballot, who am I gonna vote for? Erica Shockey, you have my endorsement. Come on the podcast, please. Erica Shockey. If you would like, I would love to have you on the podcast. We can do it virtually, we can do it safe. We can do it without me cussing. We can do an episode without me profiling porn star too, if that makes you feel any better. I know you're a true conservative, so I guess we could do that. I'm just saying I'm endorsing you because I like the way you took on the governor, all right? I like that about you. Okay? And it look, I I went even further down the ballot cuz he's going to the U- he's 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 going to the election for the US House of Representatives. But as many of you know, it's also very important to vote. And I'm not telling you to vote. I'm just telling you about voting. Like it's good to vote down ballot too. Like the people who are in the the house in your state and the senate in your state. Those people have a pretty big impact too. So I mean, I was looking up who who I want to vote for on those. I went all the way down to the last thing on the ballot. Here was the last thing on the ballot. It was uh, who gets to be on the board for the local high school. The high school that I went to, actually. Who gets to be on the board for the high school. There were two names on there. One of them was Sebastian Ostertag. Super German name, which I was like, oh, I'm not trying to be racist. but I got I to look this guy up. What's this guy stand for? And the other name was a name that I'm going to butcher, so I'm not going to say it. Uh, I believe it's an Indian name. Anupam, I think, is the first name. Uh, oh, I think it's Anupam Chuda Sidhu, I think. And I know I'm mispronouncing that, but I'm not mispronouncing Sebastian Ostatach. I know I'm saying that one right. So I look these two people up because this is the most important thing. It's the last thing on the ballot, last question on the test. Who gets to be on the board for my fucking <laughs> my alma mater high school? This is what matters, people. This is what educates the youth. This is what matters way more than president. Who is going to be on the fucking board making decisions on what's in your kid's school? I don't have kids, but the kids around me, what are they going to be learning about? So I looked up the first guy, Sebastian Ostatach. looked him up. First of all, I think he's in high school. I'm pretty sure this kid's in fucking high school right now. At least he was in high school like a year ago when he wrote some article for the high school newspaper I think he's a senior. He was a senior last year. Maybe he graduated. I don't know. But I looked him up. I found this article that he wrote for the high school's newspaper. And it was basically basically saying they need to have more LGBTQ literature in the schools for the kids. All right? And he was saying how, like... The uh, the the elementary schools have more and more, and should be having more and more books promoting uh, all kinds of transgenderism and shit like that. I'm not against transgender people. I just I'm like, what kind of literature are you pushing on these kids? I don't know. There's apparently some book that he was uh, citing that was talking about how there were two gay penguins and they adopted another penguin. I don't fucking know. Actually, I want to look this up because this is actually kind of hilarious. All right, let's look up Sebastian Ostatach. Sebastian Ostatach. All right. PCCS, here we go. Because this was interesting to me. I actually found this pretty interesting. He wrote this on the perspective.org, which I believe is the uh, the newspaper. Okay, so this was written June 15th, 2018. At the time, uh, Sebastian Ostatach was, uh, he was an opinion editor, for the Perspective, which is the Plymouth Canton Educational Park's big high school's newspaper, and he was a senior at the time. So he's now 20 years old. He's running for this position. Uh, This article is titled, District Reviews LGBT Policies, Books in Elementary Schools, and New Propositions for Gender-Neutral Facilities, okay? Now, there was this, uh, I I wanted to find here, da-da-da, where was it? Um... Looking for it here. Looking for the gay penguin thing. Where did he have the gay... Where was the gay penguin thing? Come on. I know it was in here. Uh, I'm losing it. I'm losing it, people. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, here we go. Here we go. It's called Tango Makes Three. Here, 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 let me give you a little bit of context. The Sexual Education Advisory Committee at Plymouth Canton Educational Schools recently gave its members a document detailing some of the policies that they got from the state, which could be implemented at PCCS in the next few years. The policies were, were joined by a proposed effort to move books that discuss transgenderism, homosexuality, and the like into the elementary school libraries. Already in Bird Elementary School, there are books that talked about these issues, such as Antango Makes Three, which is about gay penguins adopting a baby girl penguin. The book is banned in some school districts. Now, I'm not saying they should ban the book about two gay penguins adopting a a girl penguin. But I'm like, I, I would like to know, Antango Makes Three. Is it a good book? Maybe I need to read it. Maybe I need to read Antango Makes Three. Antango Makes Three. Okay. It's a book about two gay fucking penguins adopting a girl penguin. It was written in 2005. Okay? This book isn't even old, but let's, let here we go. Antago Makes Three is a children's book written by Peter Parnell and Justin Richardson and illustrated by Henry Cole, which is published in twenty in 2005. The book tells the story of two male penguins, Roy and Silo, who create a family together. With the help of the zookeeper, Mr. Gramsay. Okay, Mr. Gramsay, the zookeeper's definitely a pedophile, dude. I'm just saying, he is. With the help of pedophile zookeeper, Mr. Gramsay, Roy and Silo are given an egg which they, are, which they all match. The female chick that completes their family is consequently named Tango by the keep, by, by the pedophile zookeepers. The book is based on the true story of Roy and Silo, two male chin-strap penguins who fell in love in the New York City Central Park Zoo. So they're, they're, they made the penguins gay. Alex Jones has been saying they've been making the frogs gay. He's wrong. It's the penguins that are gay, people. And that's what this kid, Sebastian Ostertag, uh, was saying. He So he's pro-gay penguins, all right? So I was like, all right, if this kid's pro-gay penguin, let me look at what the other candidate says, okay? And I already forgot her name. I already forgot her name. <laughs> God damn it, dude. What is that? What is her name? I feel so bad. I'm not trying to be racist, but I'm like, I do not remember this chick's name. I just don't. Okay, so now I got to look up Sebastian Ostertar again just so I can see who he's fucking running against. Okay. Ah, Anupam. Here we go. Anupam Chug Sidu. Here we go. Let's, let's look her up. Anupam. Anupam. Here we go. I like that she actually has a website. When I tried to look up the other kid, I didn't even find a website for this kid. So here we go. Anupam Chug Sidhu currently serves as the vice president of the Plymouth Community Schools Board of Education. This is her fourth year serving on the board where she continues to advocate for high quality instructional programs, safe and inclusive environments, additional social emotional support for students and equitable funding for supporting student process. 6-6-6-6-S. Jesus Christ, I'm losing it. So those are the two people, The the very last thing on the ballot was Sebastian Ostertag and his gay penguins against this woman, Anupam Chug Sidhu, okay? And I'm going to be honest. I don't know who I'm going to vote for, but I think I'm going with Anupam. And not because of the gay penguins. Just because I don't want a 20-year-old fucking kid who's into gay penguins sitting on the board for the high school. This kid graduated from high school two fucking years ago. Find something else to do. Okay, and I'm not saying go to college. I'm saying go anywhere. Do anything. Why are you going to try to be on the fucking board for the high school you graduated from 2 fucking years ago, bro? Go do something. I'm sorry, but I'm I'm endorsing a new Palm Chug Sedu. Not cuz I can say your name properly like Sebastian Wüstatag. I can say that name fucking perfectly, but you're 20, bro. Go do anything. Go do something, bro. Why are you running for fucking... Why are you trying to be on the school board for the high school you graduated from two years? I don't understand. I do not understand these kids and not because of the gay penguins. I get it. Penguins are gay. They had a fucking... The zookeeper, the fucking pedophile zookeeper gave him this egg because he didn't want to get caught with the baby penguin. So he gave the penguin to the gay penguins and then the gay penguins raised the fucking penguin and the zookeeper just jerks off in the corner the whole fucking time to the little kid penguin. I get it. I understand. My point is... Why are you running for fucking district, of uh, your fucking school district to be on the board when you're 20? It doesn't make sense to me, kid. Find something better to do. I'm 26, I'm only six years older than you. You were in middle school when I was fucking graduating high school, okay? Leave, do something. And I know I'm in my mom's basement. You're probably in your mom's basement, running for, running for fucking office. I'm just here making a stupid podcast. But that is the thing. I went to Texas and did some comedy. You are just here. Fucking pushing gay penguin agendas, all right? And I got nothing against gay penguins. I got a, I got a problem with you being 20 and trying to get on the fucking board for this school, okay? That's all I'm saying. I don't know you. I don't know how many friends you had in high school. It was a big fucking high school. This high school has 7,000 fucking kids, all right? I didn't have that many friends. I wasn't that cool in high school. I was in the Young Republicans Club in high school. That's how uncool I was. But at least two years out of high school, I wasn't running to be on the board of the fucking high school. What the fuck? Okay. I think I think it's time. You know, I do want to talk about the debates. I let me just real quick. We'll talk about the debates and then we'll get into the porn star of the podcast. We got a real thriller for you today. One of my favorite porn stars. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, I did want to real quick cover the debates cuz they were a disaster. I watched them. I was actually, I I skipped watching them live and went to an open mic because I thought that was a better investment of my time. That's how awful these debates were. It was a better investment of anyone's time, even if you weren't a comedian performing. It was a better investment of your time to go to a shitty open mic in Roseville, Michigan than to listen to these two fucking idiots talk for an hour and a half. Then I came home, ate like four edibles, drank a non-alcoholic beer, and watched the debate on YouTube. And holy shit, I don't know if there's ever been anything uploaded to YouTube that could kill a buzz, that I ate edibles and I smoked a blunt and a joint and I still hated myself. I still hated it. That's how fucking bad this shit was, okay? This was an awful debate, okay? And Trump was trying to get the gotcha moments. He was trying to get his you'd be in jail moment from 2016. He just couldn't do it, okay? They didn't have the improv skills that Trump and Hillary had, Four fucking years ago, him and Biden, they haven't developed that. And I haven't done a lot of improv, but I can imagine if you're with an improv troupe, you need to have a little bit of back and forth. You need to have some familiarity with your your partners before you can really make magic on the stage. People also forgot that you'd be in jail moment came from the second debate. I believe it was the second debate, the one where they were standing and sitting and being weird. It was fucking weird. I don't know if they're doing that this year, especially now that Trump has COVID. I'll probably do Zoom debates, dude. They should do a fucking Zoom debate. If we've all had to be on Zoom, I had to do Zoom comedy, okay? If everyone had to do everything on fucking Zoom, they got OnlyFans going for the strippers and the porn stars, they should have to do a fucking Zoom debate. I want a Zoom debate, okay? Because maybe they won't talk over each other then. They talked over each other live. Maybe on Zoom, the delay will even it out and maybe we'll understand what the fuck they're talking about. Maybe. Who fucking knows? Zoom debate. That's all I'm saying, okay? We got to get to the porn star of the podcast. I don't have time for this shit. Don't have time for it, people. This week's porn star of the podcast is the lovely Anna Fox. Yes. Uh, I have her bio here from Pornhub. I've been reading more of the Pornhub bios because they're pretty fucking hilarious. So here we go. Anna Fox, hold on to your bone, fellas, or Anna Fox might take your dick, rocket, might... (laughs) Sorry, let me restart that. Hold on to your bone, fellas, or Anna Fox might make your dick rocket off your crotch and try to penetrate your computer screen. Ladies, you're not immune either, so better clog up your poon hole with as many fingers as possible, or Anna will will cause some serious water damage on your floors under your masturbation seats. Anna Fox is a gorgeous, sexy, fit, and amazing 11-on-10 model She's a deep ebony beauty with a tight athletic body, stunning good looks, sly oriental eyes, okay, Pornhub, sly oriental eyes, and the juiciest lips you could suck on for days. Speaking of lips, her pussy (laughs) sorry, speaking of lips, her pussy tastes like sweet blackberry pie, and her asshole is a secondary dessert ready to be devoured. She's an all-natural, total fox, with great real tits that complement every other curve of her figure. Anna Fox, is in ex- Anna Fox is so exotically hot. I don't know what exotically hot means, but okay. Anna Fox is so exotically hot that it's taking way too long to write this bio because of all the meat-beating breaks we need to take just from thinking about her. From Rialto, California, she discovered her inner slut while in college and never looked back. Always on the hunt for bigger dicks at first, and then lapping up as much pussy as possible, there was never any other career possibility for Anna. Every single Pornhub player would donate a ball, <laughs> every single Pornhub player would donate a ball to science if Anna would just graze the other one with her bottom lip. Although being the fuck kitten that she is. She'd still probably do a bang-up, suck-and-fuck session just to please herself. She was born October 29th, 1988. She is 31 years old, a Scorpio. Measurements 34C, 30, 36, 5'7", tall, 130 pounds. And her relationship status is taken. Interested in guys and girls. Uh, She's based in Los Angeles, California. Her profile has 7 million views. She's been active since 2011. Uh, and uh, overall, her video views have over 250 million views. So that is Miss Anna Fox, this week's porn star of the podcast, a heavy hitter. And what a bio, by the way. I want to know who writes these Pornhub bios because they're pretty fucking amazing. Okay? They are pretty amazing. And one of the things that I found interesting in there was when it said orientalize. I was like, oh, that's a little racist, isn't it, Pornhub? <laughs> <laughs> She does remind, she does give me a little bit of Candace Owens vibes, Anna Fox does. I don't know if you can see that, a little bit of Candace Owens vibes. Um, Obviously, she's not as political as Candace Owens. Who is? Other than Kanye, who's as political as Candace Owens? Have you ever heard Candace Owens have a conversation that wasn't about fucking woke people? Kind of sick of it, Candace. Show us your tits, all right? That's what we want to see. We're only listening to you because we want to see your tits. Please show us your tits, Candace Owens. Please. Just end it all and show us your tits. You know, do an OnlyFans. If Candace Owens had an OnlyFans, oh my God, she'd be rich. If she was a political superstar during the day and then later in the day, a little fucking whore slut, a porn star dude, dude, she'd be way more famous than she already is. I would be an only fan of her OnlyFans, and I'll be honest. I don't even think she's that hot because Anna Fox is way hotter, but still, just to see Candace Owens bust that pussy open, that would be pretty amazing, and I agree with Candace Owens on some things, all right? I'm not over here acting like a super liberal who hates Candace Owens. I like Candace Owens on some things. On other things, not so much, okay? She kind of got pwned on Joe Rogan when she was talking about climate change, and she was just like, no, no, I don't know. 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 I thought it was kind of funny, but it was also embarrassing and cringeworthy for her. But all of that could change if she just busts that pussy open. That's all you got to do, Candice. Just bust that pussy open. That's gross. I'm sorry. This is the end of the fucking podcast anyway. All right, I'm allowed to make porn noises. This is the porn part of the podcast. We did the porn side of the podcast. We read about Anna Fox. Okay. We've already talked about everything that matters. Now let me be gross and talk about Candace Owens' pussy. Okay. Cause I want to see it. I want to see it. I want to see if it's real. I want to know. I want, call me, call me whatever you want. I'm a truth seeker. All right. I'm a seeker. If I were playing Quidditch, I'd be a seeker. Okay. I'd be looking after the golden snitch. What if she has the golden snitch in her pussy? That'd be fucking nuts, bro. Candace Owens has the golden snitch in her pussy, dude, fucking dude, 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 dude. it's in her pussy, man, <sighs> thank you all so much for listening to the program, I, I had to get some shit off my chest today, I really did, I had to open it up with Gretchen Whitmer, I had, to, I had to let her know, I had to let that bitch know that I'm pissed at her, okay, and I'm voting for Erica Shockey, and I want to have you on the podcast, Eric, please come on the podcast. Give me some validity. All right. I want to have a congressional podcast. I want to have a congressional candidate on my podcast that has porn in the title. That's what I want. Okay. And I know if you were ever to come on my podcast, you wouldn't get elected. All right. So I don't want to ruin your political chances like that, but I do want to elevate my podcast a little bit. Even if it means two more years of Haley Stevens, come on my podcast, dude. It'll be fun. We'll get high, dude. I don't even know if you get high, Eric, but we'll fucking, we can talk. We can just talk. We can just talk. I'll be high. You don't have to be high. I'll be high. We could talk. It'll be a good time. Eric ashoki has approved this message. <laughs> no, he hasn't. He hasn't, all right? I'm not trying to get him in political deep waters, all right? I'm just trying to let you know I'm voting for Eric ashoki Fuck Governor Whitmer. And I think it's going to be Mike Pence who wins the election. I'm just saying. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Mark Stolen Loves Porn and Capitalism. It is brought to you by Pornhub. Jerk off for free and Brazzers. If you have the money, do it. Again, thank you very much. I will see you next week. Uh, I will be at One Night Stands Comedy Club in Waterford on October 9th and 10th if you want to come check that out. Tickets are available online. Go to One Night Stands. Uh, I believe onenightstands.com might be One Night Stands CC comedyclub.com just google one night stands google Derek Richards he'll be headlining that night I will be featuring Dan Turco who I did a show with last night he will be emceeing it's gonna be a lot of fun come on out a couple of my friends said they already got tickets tickets are available the 20 bucks each I'm gonna have some merch there if you want to help me out doing that I got some new koozies on the way almost out of lighters having a good time thank you very much for listening enjoy your weekend